So we are in this series called Define the Relationship, right? We're spending some time talking about your relationship with money. And we're doing this because we really want you to learn and for God to reveal to you what his perspective is on money. That's why we're doing this. Um, The hope is that you will really learn to live your life with God's perspective on your resources. What does God think about this? How does he want you to handle your resources? What's his perspective? Um, Matt and I had this fear doing this series um, that's been on the calendar for a year that you're going to feel like we're doing this series to manipulate you, to get you to give more to gifts for the king. And I just hope you know that that's not true. Um, we're, t- we're, we're in this series not to manipulate you, to give, get you to give more. We want you to understand God's perspective about money. And that's why we're talking about this, all right? So that's our heart. I have been praying today that God would give each of you a revelation. That's what I've been praying. That God would give you a revelation about his perspective on your life. It's about way more than just money this morning. And that you would understand his perspective and his plan and that you would start to see your life, your life differently. That's what I've been praying. You ready for a bold statement? You don't have a soul. You don't have a soul. You are a soul. You have a body. You don't have a soul. You are a soul. You have a body. God gave you a body for your soul to live in. The most profound moments of my life I love my grandfather. I went to my grandpa's funeral, and I'll never forget walking up to his casket and seeing his body and crying, and I put my hand on his face, which, of course, was very cold, and I just sat there and looked at my grandfather's body. And I'm like, he's not here anymore. His body is right here. His soul and his spirit are gone. And it was just this powerful realization of, of life and, and what... There's times in my life, I don't know if this happens to you, there's times in my life where all of a sudden, just out of the blue, I, these huge questions about life just come to me. And, and it was one of those moments, like, where did I come from? What am I doing here? How did I get here? I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but... What is going on? How did I get here? Who am I? What is, what is happening right now? And the scripture tells us this. It says that God, you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Because you see, there was a time in your life that you don't remember where you were inside your mother's body. Wild to think about. And while you were there, God designed you. He designed you really uniquely. There's nobody else like you. And he gave you this really unique, wonderful personality. He created your personality. And while he's putting you together and designing you, he, he, he gave you each of your talents. These, these talents that you have, he, he created them. He gave them to you. And he gave you your mind. He gave you your mind so you can think 
like a human being thinks, and you can work through life the way that a human being does. And he gave you a heart so that you can feel, so that you can laugh, and so that you can cry. He gave you a heart. And some of you are wondering, what in the world does this have to do with money? (laughs) Your body comes from God. It's on loan to you. If you've ever thought about it like that, your body is on loan. Each of your talents come from God. The things you're good at, the things you love to do, your personality and your mind comes from God. Your heart comes from God. And what do you have that comes from you? All that you are, all that makes you who you are, comes from God. So what God reveals to us is this. Everything about who you are comes from Him. And so when you work to earn money, what are you using to earn that money? Your mind, your heart, your body. Everything that you are is what you use to earn the money that you have. And all those things come from God, not from you. Right? Am I right? So who's responsible for everything that you have and possess? God is. Everything that you have. Everything that you possess. Nothing you have ultimately comes from you. It is a product and a result of what God has given you and what he has created through you. That's amazing to me. That's a whole other perspective. If God's creativity is the source of of who we are and all we're capable of doing, then it's all from him. So how then, how does God want us to view our money and our our possessions? How does he want us to see it? How does he see it? The scripture says this, every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of heavenly lights. That's God's perspective. That all that you have is a gift to you. He gives us gift after gift after gift. That's God's nature. He's in the gift-giving business. So God sees it this way. God's perspective is, and here's the change that I'm I'm hoping that you can make this morning and that you will realize that that God will reveal to you. The world teaches us that I own all that I have and I am responsible for providing for myself. That is what we learn. And God's perspective is so different. God's perspective is, I, my job, I am to manage and develop on God's behalf what he has provided to me in order to honor him and his kingdom and to help others. What a huge shift. That you're not the owner. That you're there to be the caretaker. You're there to, to manage and to figure out what God wants you to do with these gifts. God asks us to be his caretakers of all that he's given us. His caretakers, not our caretakers. We're to be his caretakers of what he has given us. He wants us to see our role as his managers. The fancy word for all this is stewardship, which we don't even use that word anywhere. We don't even call, we don't even call people stewardesses anymore, do we? But, but that's what it is. A steward is somebody that takes care of something of something on somebody else's behalf. 
If you have children and you drop your children off to somebody else, they are going to steward or babysit your children for a little bit, right? And that is the idea that God says, that's, that's, that should be your perspective on all these gifts. We can take the things that God has given us and be creative with them. And some of us love to do that because God is creative. And so we get to be creative. We're created in his image. We get to manage because God is such a good manager. God is a really good manager. We have the ability to manage because we're created in God's image. And so I ask you, have you been thinking, did you do any thinking that Matt asked you to do last week about how would you describe what is your relationship with money? Define the relationship. How fully do you trust God to be your provision? Or how fully do you trust in your money to be your provision? I think those are kind of the two sides. Because God asks us to confess that he is our sole provider. God is our provider, not us. And to see ourselves as a manager of what he's given. Your role is to manage the money and the resources God has given you on his behalf. That's our relationship with money that God wants us to have. And so when dealing with money, there's this temptation to sin, really. And the temptation is to, is to place our trust and our hope in the money instead of the giver of the money and the resources that we have. That's the temptation we all face. Will we trust in, in what God's given us or will we trust in who gave it to us? Will we trust him? Real, real, real sticky. And then the second part of the temptation is we get, we get tempted to not give the money back to God to not give the money to the church and to his kingdom. We choose to not give it back because we rely on it too much. It's really hard to give money when you rely on money for your provision instead of on God. And I think the other thing, that, the other thing we, we think is we think the money's ours. I earned this. This is mine. And God goes, are you sure? I don't think so. Jesus says this in Matthew 6. He says, Do not store up for yourselves treasure on earth where moths and rust destroy and where the thieves come, come in, break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasure in heaven. Treasure in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. Because where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So we store, one of the ways that we store up treasure in heaven is by giving our money back to God, by helping him build the kingdom that he's trying to, trying to build. That is one of the ways that we store up treasure in heaven. One of the biggest values of our church that we talk about all the time is posted on our walls, choose to contribute. That's what we're about. Choose. It's not something you just do. You have to choose to do it. Choose to contribute. And one of the ways that we do that is we give money to our church. Because really good, really good stuff happens around here that God is doing, that we've heard about this morning. And I know as a pastor, if I see something that, I, that God shows me is happening, what I've learned over time is, is probably like 1% or 2% of all that's happening. Maybe even less, right? God is, God is up to so much and, and so little of it we see. 
But once in a while, he opens our eyes and we get to see a little bit of it. And that encourages us. God is, God is on the move. God is, up, God is at work. Here's my challenge to you this morning. I want you to listen. To listen to what God teaches us. And let it change your perspective. Work to change your perspective on the role that God wants you to play with your money. Can, can you confess to God that he is your creator? That he gave you everything that you have? Everything. Everything you are, everything you have comes from God. It is a gift. And can you confess, can you confess to God that he is your provider? Not you. Not the government. He is your provider. And can you trust him to provide, which allows you to take your, your grip off of your resources and to start to be open-handed with it? Can you repent to God when you find yourself thinking that I own this stuff, this is mine? Will you repent and go, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm not giving you ownership of what you have given me. Can you embrace God's perspective that you are to be a manager and a caretaker of what he's given you? That's your role. That's your relationship with money and resources. Take care of it. Manage it. And then part of that is seeking the Holy Spirit. Lord, what do you want me to do with this money? How do you want me to invest this in the kingdom? Show me where. Show me how much. Show me when. Help me to take care and to manage this gift that you have given me. That's what I want you to press into. When I was 24 years old, I uh, had a, I think I knew Harold Harris from kindergarten. He's my kindergarten friend. And so I'm 24. I just started following the Lord, and I went to church with Harold. And, uh, and one Sunday, something happened to me at church that changed my life, changed my perspective on my life. And the scripture they were talking about that morning was this one. It says, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will, will reap generously. And after church, Harold's mom was there, and she was fired up. And Harold's mom, we were out in the lobby, and she, she looks over to Harold and I, she's like, boys, come here. I'm like, who do you call a boy? I'm 24. <laughs> That's my first thought. <laughs> but we came over, and this woman, she looked us right in the eye, and she says, boys, you can't outgive God. You can't outgive God. Boys, invest. Inve oh, screwed it up. <laughs> Give generously. Give generously, and you will reap generously. Do you hear me? Give generously, boys, and you will reap generously. I'll never forget that moment. Because from that moment on, I decided, oh, I am going to give to the Lord generously. And I started that day, and I've never stopped. And the Lord has, has reaped generously in my life, as I've seen it. And it's been this amazing thing. That day changed my life. And what I learned is that God designed giving to be fun. God designed giving to be life-giving. 
God designed giving to, to be satisfying. And I've experienced that. As I've learned to give and release and be a manager and a caretaker, I have, I, I could tell you so many stories of giving starting to feel fun and joyous and satisfying and life-giving when you watch the Lord use what he's given you to build his kingdom, to do his work. And so, friends, I ask you, try him. Try him. You can't outgive God. You can't. Let's pray. Lord, you are so generous. You are such a generous God. You give us our life and our personality and our, our talents. You gave us your son so that we could have life. Every good and perfect gift comes from you. And would you change our perspective this morning? Would you change our perspective about the stuff that we have and who we are? That it's all on loan from you. It's a gift from you. Help us to release our grasp of it. Help us to, to see ourselves as, as caretakers, as managers. Help us to steward what you have given us well. Show us what to do with it and help us to have the courage to say yes. Help us to seek you. Help us to, to hear from you. What, what do you want us to do? Day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. Help us to cooperate with you, with what you have so generously given us. Thank you for this little church in this little corner of your kingdom. And may your will be done here as it is in heaven. I pray in your name, Jesus, and by your authority. Amen.